Welcome to Neighbor Up Spotlight. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining us today. Neighbor Up Spotlight showcases citizens making positive contributions to their neighborhoods in our city. My guests today are Ms. Ola Remy Oliver and Ms. Michelle Rudolph of the Cleveland Association of Black Storytellers. Welcome to the show, ladies. Oh, glad to be here. Thank you for inviting us. Well, I'm glad to have you here today. I would like to share with our audience a little information about my guests today. Ms. Oliver, or Ola Remy as everyone calls her, is a poet and storyteller who uses African cultural traditions to inform, invigorate, and inspire people. Her stories have been shared nationally and internationally in Ghana, Nigeria, and Kenya. As an early childhood consultant and specialist, she has worked with children and families for over 30 years. Olaremi is President Emeritus of the Cleveland Association of Black Storytellers and a member of the National Association of Black Storytellers. She is also a member of the Neighbor Up Network and a Neighborhood Connections grant maker. Ms. Rudolph is a social worker, educator, and youth advocate. As founder and director of Sisters and Friends Mentoring Program, she has served the needs of youth for more than 25 years. Ms. Rudolph is vice president of the Cleveland Association of Black Storytellers and precinct committee chairperson in Maple Heights. All right, ladies, so let's get going. When was the Cleveland Association of Black Storytellers founded? Barbara Eady, Lucinda Stevens, and Wanda Owens founded the Cleveland Association of Black Storytellers in 1995. These women of vision thought and created this this organization because they felt that uh, our stories need to be heard and shared in Cleveland, Ohio. Absolutely. We are um, affiliate of a national um, organization, the National Association of Black Storytellers. That's one. Do you want to share anything as well, too, Olareme? Well, I, I am also serving currently as the co-director of the affiliates for the National Association of Black Storytellers. Okay, well, so how did you both get involved and why? Well, I can say this. I mean, <laughs> when I started telling stories, of course, it was on a more on the educational uh, end of things, although it's still that way. Okay. But uh, I was working with small children. I, was, I taught Montessori for 10 years. Oh, and um, in the classroom, of course, storytelling was a part of our daily, daily routine. That's right, every day, a daily right. routine, correct. But I also had children of my own. Yeah. And they were small, and so I told stories to them. Uh, and from there, I kind of started doing, uh, I was on that poetry cir- circuit, doing the open mics and things like that. And people would say, when are you going to tell us some more of those stories? <laughs> and it kind of made a, a connection in my yeah, mind. Yeah, <laughs> So, okay, well, let me get Maybe going that's on what I'm I doing. Need, right, need to be doing. Yeah, yeah so I started, uh, well, I joined uh, the Cleveland Association of Black Storytellers. That's and about you, 12 years ago. Oh, and, and you, Miss Rudolph? Well, four years ago, I attended the um, the Cleveland, uh, the National Association of Black Storytellers Festival and Conference in Baltimore, Maryland. And it was this magical space where um, these stories came, these storytellers came from all over the country to um, celebrate unapologetically their African-American history. And so... Um, after the conference, I felt that um, I, too, had something to say and I, too, had something to share Absolutely. about my history and my culture and who I am and who my people are. So um, I've been a member ever since. That is awesome. Now, um, why is it important for people and communities to share their stories? 
because I think it's extremely important. I was just a part of something that's that is still evolving. Uh, just very quickly, I was in April, April 13th, I was at the University of Virginia. Of course, you know, the University of Virginia has been in the press a lot. And we were there to honor my ancestor, uh, Peyton Skipwith, who was a stonemason. And Peyton could write very well. Um, and uh, <clears throat> so they built a building actually on the site where he quarried stone from. We spent like two hours at the archives there looking at the actual handwritten letters by, by our ancestors. It was just amazing. And, and one of the letters that's, there were so many letters, but one that stood out because his penmanship was beautiful. His signature was a work of art, but he had discovered that a slaver had actually set up a factory, a slave factory in Monrovia, Liberia. And so he became an advocate to shut this factory down. So it's just, just an incredible, and it's still, it's still evolving. We just, uh, there's an article that's uh, just came out from, uh, well, actually it's a radio show that's on, it's on American Press, in a, um, American Public Media by Mr. Stephen Smith. I was interviewed by him, talking about um, universities that now have to, to own, um, you know, their involvement in history and, and slavery and telling that story. So it is very important. So if you ladies could just expound on why it is so important to tell these stories in our community. Well, just like the, what you just told, yeah. we have to, we are in charge of telling our own story. Absolutely. And if we don't tell our stories, it'll be told for us and it it will be told from the a different uh, perspective, perspective, from right. a different, wholly different worldview. Yeah. And in that worldview, uh, our children suffer. Yeah. Because they don't know who they are. Absolutely. So it's incumbent upon us to tell our stories. Um, history has taught us this, that if we do not tell a story, someone else will. And the right. story would not reflect our value. It would not be accurate. And and again, like um, Sister Olaremi said, who will suffer? Our children will suffer tragically because they will not know who they are or where they come from. Absolutely. Because of the source of the information. That's very true. Yep. Our stories are our foundation. Yeah. So what are we without a foundation? That's true. Like we, a tree without that's roots. That's it, our roots. That's right. That's right. That is so correct. Now, you have some really exciting events coming up. Tell us about the Black Storytelling Week. Okay, well, this is our eighth annual Black Storytelling Week. Okay. And... Black Storytelling Week, you know, in a sense, is a branding time. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's a way to let the community know who we are, what we do, and why we do it. Okay. And so we do storytelling in a wide variety of venues. We're in libraries. We're in schools. We're in nursing homes. Uh, we're on the stage. So we And we do open mic, you know. So, so you know what, let's, if you've got some information, yeah. let's give some dates and times for our audience so people will know where things are at. All right. Okay, okay, beginning Sunday, September 17th, we were ha we're having a children's concert and that's 2:30 to 4:30 and the theme is I love myself because and the children's concert will be held at Warrensville Branch Library, 4415 Northfield Road. Um Monday, we're doing village telling and we're going to be at the Noble Branch Library and that's from 3:30 to 4:30. Um and that address is 2800 Noble Road. And that's one of the Cleveland Heights University That's library. wonderful. So if, you live, if you're in that area, folks, come on yes. out and give us support. Tuesday, we're also doing Village Telling. And that's at the East Cleveland Public Library. And that's from 3.30 to 4.30. And that address is 14101 Euclid Avenue. 
um, the village telling is for anyone, children and adults. That's awesome. And then Wednesday, awesome. uh, we're having a workshop conducted by um, one of our members. Her name is Pamela Hubbard. Oh, Pam's and, fabulous. Yes, she is. <laughs> I was say, Pam is the truth. And her workshop <laughs> is Loving Myself from the inside out. And that's going to be at the Cleveland Heights University Library, 2345 Lee Road. And that's from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Um, on Friday, we have open mic. And that venue, uh, that uh, particular event is open to the public. And this is where we're sharing stories. The public is sharing stories. And this, gonna, this will be at Larchmere Arts. And the address oh, wow. is 12726 Larchmere. And the theme of um, the open mic is Give It All Up for Love. Oh. And that's from 7 o'clock to 10 o'clock. And come on out and you can share a story, a poem, a song. Now, is there a cost for any of these things? The, so far, Everything is free. Everything I well, mentioned you, is free. Well, you can't beat that, folks. I That's have a, one more. It's a great, and our, and it's a great our, place. And our big event will be the uh, our concert, our Black Storytelling Week concert. And that would be Saturday. Um, September 23rd and that one is the cost is $15 okay and that's quite reasonable mm, and all, it's you're, at, all you're going to get yes and that's at the Greg L. Reese Performing Arts Center and that's at the East Cleveland Public Library and it starts at 2 o'clock and there is a reception afterwards and the tickets are $15 and we're going to give you a phone number to call to get, obtain tickets let me say a little something about that concert too because uh, we have two fabulous storytellers who will be performing they're featured in that concert. And, um, and who will they be? Who are they? Uh, Jocelyn Dabney okay. and Donna Willingham. Right. Both of them have performed all around the country, but and they've also performed uh, as featured tellers at our conference. And that that's a solid statement about how good they are. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. We're going to have a special guest also. <laughs> okay. And a, a young woman uh, named... Alexandria Lattimore from Verb Ballet. Ah. And she's going to dance along with a song stylist whose name is Keisha Soleil. Well, you've got a, a full-packed, uh, lots of performances, lot for people to see and yeah. get involved in. That'd be great. So, folks, come on out and, and support the Cleveland Association of Black Storytellers. And we and our last event will be Sunday, September twenty fourth, and it's our membership celebration. And that's where we're inviting the public to join us. And um, that theme is what we do for love, storytelling. Yeah. And that's going to be at the Cleveland Heights University Heights Library, 2345 Lee Road, and it starts at 2.30 to 4.30, and it's free and open to the public. Well, you can't beat that. So, folks, come on out and, and support what these ladies are doing and support the community and, and come and tell your stories. Now, what words of encouragement would you like to share with those who want to carry on the tradition of storytelling? Well, the third, I think the first thing I will say is share your personal stories. You know, share with your family. Yeah. You know, it starts at home. <laughs> share with your family. And yeah, then, take, bust out that phone and start recording people, too. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. You know, back in the day, we had the tape recorder, reel-to-reel, or cassette tape. My mom left me a cassette tape that I found after she passed away. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, use your use this modern technology. Because yeah. those are oral histories, yeah. too. Um, <clears throat> but, and also share with the people that you come in contact, because you'd be— well, not really surprised. I know you wouldn't be surprised yeah. that you meet people every day who who have a story Everybody's to share with you. You know, and, and we grow in response to that sharing. That's true. You know, at the level that we share, yeah, we grow. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we uh, foster a deeper understanding and appreciation right. of others. Mm-hmm. Right. That would that would be the advice that I would give. And my advice, um, I get from someone who's, uh, um, who I revere in our community, um, the late Dr. Maya Angelou. Um, when you learn, teach. Mm-hmm. When you get, give. Yeah. And that go. That was that's with information, also material things as well. Share. Share. That's right. Share this. So that is a wonderful segue to what you're getting ready to share with us. I understand that you ladies have a story and a poem that you would like to share. And I, uh, at this particular time, uh, without further ado, Miss Rudolph and Miss Oliver. Um, the story I'm sharing is called The Hummingbird. There was a great fire in the forest. The forest was burning down and the animals were running from the fire to the river. And they were excited and they were fearful and they were wondering, they were screaming, what is going to happen to us? Our homes are burning down. Where will we live? As they ran frantically from the fire to the river, except for one small hummingbird. The hummingbird went to the river and she gathered one drop of water because that's all her small beak could hold. And she took the one drop of water and she released it over the great fire. And she went back to the river and she gathered another drop of water. And she went back to the fire and released the one drop of water over the great fire. And she did, she kept doing this, back and forth, back and forth, until the animals, they stopped and they said, silly bird, what are you trying to accomplish? And the bird, the hummingbird said, I may be silly and I may be even tiny, but I'm doing the best that I can do. And that's what we asked of our people, our communities, our society, our government. We asked them to do the best that they could do That's right. Just for do the, the people. Right. If everyone did the best they can do, maybe the animals could have put out the fire before it became a great fire. If everyone did the best they can do in their communities, pick up a piece, a piece of paper. That's right. Teach your children how to be respectful to the elders. That's right. We would have a glorious community. Yes, we would. Less violence. And that is my story. I love it. Love it. Well, uh, the poem that I want to share, I think is pertinent to what we've been talking about, you know, why it's important to tell our own story. Sheep. Oh, sheep. Why do you continue to tell the lion's tale? Don't you know that it is exactly that tale that will keep your children confined Pinned, fenced, locked up in prisons forever. The world will never get to know them, their true nature, if you, their mothers, you, their fathers, continue to sing the lion song. The lion lifts the lion up. Within the lion song is resilience. Resilience is the very breath that restores the lion and his ilk into perpetuity. The lion's story is resistance, resistance to anything, any thought 
that would make him less than king. But you sheep, oh sheep, you have your own song. Your song is a drum, a drum that if left unbeaten will become brittle, its head will split and it will break down from the silence. Beat your drum with strength. Beat it with fortitude so that the calluses that form will turn into hooves and they will break down the walls, break down the barriers that have held you and your children confined. You have your own song. Your song is divine. Your song is strength. Your song is its redemption. Your song is redemption. That's lovely. Thank you, ladies, so very much. I really appreciate you coming today and sharing your time and, and your event. Folks, please, please be sure and get out. Let's give those dates once again for your storytelling uh, week coming up. The dates are from where to where. Um. It begins um, September 17th, and it goes to September 24th. And our storytelling concert is Saturday, September 23rd, at the Greg L. Reese Performing Arts Center at the East Cleveland Public Library. All right. Well, I want to thank my guests, Ms. Olaremi Oliver and Ms. Michelle Rudolph, for spending time with us today. Thank you so much. And come on back. Oh, it was a pleasure. <laughs> yes, it was a pleasure. My pleasure as well. I want to thank our listening audience for tuning in. Please join us next time as we continue our conversation with Cleveland residents who are making positive contributions to their neighborhoods in our city. You are invited to join us the first Thursday of every month for Network Night, located at 1919 East 107th Street from 6 to 8 p.m. Dinner and parking is free. Still a great bargain. Come and network with residents who are making positive contributions to our community. If you have a great idea and want to do something positive for your neighborhood, contact Neighborhood Connections at 216-361-0042 or send us an email at www.neighborhoodgrants.org. Also, too, uh, I'd like to give one more piece of information. Uh, you can buy advanced tickets for the event. Uh, the telephone number is 216-751-2897 and the tickets are $15. So... Get informed, get involved, and neighbor up. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining me today for Neighbor Up Spotlight. Neighbor Up Spotlight is sponsored by Neighborhood Connections and the Cleveland Foundation in association with Bad Racket Recording Studios. Executive producer, creator, writer, host, Carol Malone. Co-producer, Lila Mills. Engineer, co-producer, Henry Rapp. Neighbor Up Cleveland. Neighbor Up Cleveland.